Fucking weeks, man. Halfway through. They say if you make it seven weeks, you're official podcast. All right. So we're halfway. Halfway almost. Almost. Half, 42% yeah. of 100%. Almost there. Almost to the goal. Seven episodes. You're a real po- podcaster. What the fuck is up? It's your boy C. Diddy. Man, makes me sick. This is the realest podcast ever. Hashtag TRPE. Make sure you follow us on all social media at the realest podcast ever. Um, make sure you subscribe. Rate. Like, subscribe, yeah, and share. Y'all subscribing and downloading, you gotta like and you gotta comment. Yeah, five you gotta stars, say something. Say something. That's that'd be great. Even if you just it. say five stars, those are two handsome men, and just leave it at that. That's real cool. shit. Just, we'll take that. Chad has a nice watch, and Matt has a nice truck. Just write that. <laughs> right. <laughs> we you can just copy and paste <laughs> yeah. what the last guy said. And just drop that shit. We we and doing good though. We be. we became we become cool as shit over the last couple of weeks with this podcast. Yeah, nah, man. We we've settled into our role as podcasters. Like Chad doesn't have his headset on full. Like it's it's like half on, half off. Yeah, That's, I got one ear on, one ear yeah, off. Remember, like it was an awkward nervousness the first time we yeah. were here. That's yeah. gone now. Yeah, we walk in late <laughs> <laughs> with European water. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking lit, man. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, um, when when we get super successful. I already know Chad's going to show up with just sleeves on like Bobby Brown. Did you <laughs> Did you watch? The, the, oh, man, without a doubt. The fucking new edition special uh, this week, Bobby three days. Bobby had on just sleeves. That's just the coolest shit I've ever seen. Red leather, just Yo, sleeves. There was no front, no back, no sides. Yeah. It was just sleeves. And matching pants. And not coming off the stage. I <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, Eddie Murphy is yeah. hitting them with the leather suit. I'm going to hit him with the leather sleeves, Straight my nigga. sleeves. Bobby's the coldest nigga ever. Yeah, ever. I've been I've been talking to a bunch of people about the new edition uh, thing this week, and they like, yeah. Uh, but Chad's favorite is Bobby Brown. I'm like, you're fucking right. There is no other favorite in the group. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you. I fuck with Ronnie because he really was underskilled, and that's and he made it. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a scumbag's dream. He, like, he was a two tool player and made it in the five like, tool game. Yo, real shit. Like Udonis Aslam got a ring, the right. same one that Wade and LeBron got. Yeah, real shit. Sure. I like those type guys. So, yeah, I mean, the new edition special was definitely dope. Um, it was all three, three days on BET. Um, the commercials drove me fucking crazy. I, somebody at BET, almost black entertainment television, has to rumble me. I Like, the commercials were insane. It was crazy. It was, it was like, every yo, six minutes. And it's like that same, like, dramatic style of, like, soon as some good shit about to happen or some bad shit, cut the commercial. Like, we don't give a fuck about the quad or whatever the <laughs> fuck else is going on on BET after this fucking biopic is over. And that's the over. problem with, like, Viacom in general as a corporation is that half of their commercials are their own commercials. Yo. So it's like, yo, like, you're really, like, extending this fucking commercial break by a good three minutes every trip by just inserting your own dumbass commercial. It went on for three days. The movie was two hours long. Right. Like, (laughs) it was unreal after a certain point. The good news is that BET On Demand, unlike their other shows shit, no commercials. I watched it on demand. And they immediately uploaded it. Yeah, it was dope. They must know, like, we got some crack. We gonna hurry up and upload this shit because... Me and Matt both used to watch the Westbrooks. That was like Yo. our shit. And shout out Bree Westbrook. Shout out India Love, Crystal Westbrooks, and Morgan. Yeah, Morgan's the one that ride the dirt bikes. Morgan's the the tattooed one. Yeah, my yeah. Co- my cousin Quad said he that's who he liked. Morgan. 
We, I, love, I was, like Bree. He was at the club one. last night. India Love was there. He's like, man, I, he's like, I love that fucking Morgan, the one that ride the bikes and shit. I'm like, yeah. you want some bike life shit? Okay. But when we used to watch the Westbrooks, and if I would miss an episode of the Westbrooks on Wednesdays, I'm expecting it to be on BT Demand the same fucking night at midnight. Not no, bitch. Case. Sometimes Saturday, <laughs> sometimes the following Monday or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? They were just uploading that shit at their leisure. Like, man, ain't nobody watching this shit. Yeah, nah, we gonna put this shit up, whatever. Yeah, These two Philly niggas can wait. Yeah, real shit. Because we were the only people, it seems like, they were watching <laughs> yeah. it. In the you city. see there's no second season. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they finished the first season. But it's like... Yeah, you you text me that they have four point four million viewers. The first episode I, is that great? That's amazing. That for, sounds like it. In the in the age of television, where people consume things in an on demand manner, like watching it on their phone or you know watching it on demand later at a later time or whatever, to have four point four million households represented to sit somewhere and watch something is like amazing. But that just goes to show you that they're pulling from an older like viewer base who are from the era of really sitting down and watching yeah, TV. Sure. This is the complexity of our relationship. Like Chad throughout the, throughout the day texts me random facts. Remember I told y'all like he's a facts guy. He runs with stats. He always has information. He'll hit me throughout the day like, yeah, man, 4.4 million viewers for the first night of the new, new edition show. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm making turkey burgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Matt's the I think guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's a good number. Yeah, you heard I me. Think I'm that like, makes that's, that's great, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So from the new edition shit, we had three days of it, and it basically took them from kids to teenagers to the kids, teenagers, and then the home again tour, which fell apart, and everybody went fucking crazy. I knew that they got dropped off in the projects with a $1.87. I knew that already because I yeah. saw the behind the music years ago. But watching it happen, like... Yeah, it's heart is gut wrenching. Damn, and then watching it happen again, and then naming mom, you like you know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit, you felt that pain, Bobby. Like, you better get out of the motherfucking yo, corners and make your daddy proud. Don't make no damn <laughs> sense. Like you felt that. Yeah, name it, name it. There was a, a meme going around on uh, on Instagram. It's like Naaman's mama is always disappointed. If you were listen to this, uh, our homie Ra, shout out Ra. Ra's one of the greatest people on the planet. Ra said. If you were ever on the wire, whoever you are on the wire, that's who you are for the rest of your yeah. life. You could never get away from your wire. Yeah, name. just like fucking uh, my man uh, Brooke, Brooke Payne that was on it. Avon. Avon. That's you not fucking it's, Avon. It's, it's no, impossible that's to get away that's from Avon that. or 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 as uh, Ace Boogie. Other than that, one day I hauled off and turned on Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, the new one. Mike's on that shit. I'm waiting for him to rob somebody. Right. And he's like working at a pizza shop. Yeah, waiting for him to smoke something. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, like you, Mike killed motherfucking Chris Partlow and Snoop. Like, yeah. it's like, you ain't no motherfucking, uh, you ain't no. No, he no, didn't kill Chris. No, he didn't. Okay. Chris went down for life. At the oh, end right, right, right. He was killed in a Snoop. Snoop. Definitely put one in Snoop helmet. Yeah. You know, you know my favorite. You hear me? Scene. Put one in Snoop helmet. When did I become <laughs> a street nigga? <laughs> oh. My favorite scene. On the wire, super underrated scene when Mike took his little brother in in, in Dookie. He took him to uh, Six Flags or whatever, and they came back. And uh, Monk was like, "Where the fuck you been all day? It's shit going down on the corners." Da, 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 da. And Mike like, "Man, I just took him to Six Flags. Da, da, da. They can handle it. Woo woo woo. The count right." And then they go to walk away, and Monk's like, "Nice dolphin, nigga." Yeah, like that's the best <laughs> fucking scene in Wire history. My favorite, like, my favorite Wire scene is it's weird because Omar was ratting. But the manner in which he testified was the greatest shit ever. He had that tie on with the baseball jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, uh, the lawyer, what was the lawyer name? Levy, he was talking shit to him. He was like, you're a parasite. He's like, just like you, man. You remember that shit? Yeah. He was like, um, you got the briefcase. I got the shotgun. 
It's all part of the game, right? <laughs> like that to me was the dopest episode yeah. ever. In the, I mean, the dopest. Uh, scene I learned in the wire. to appreciate Omar later as I rewatched The Wire because my whole thing was one, you're fucking gay. Two, you're a robber, and I respect the hustlers more than anything. And so, then three, you rat it. So it was just as like three strikes against Omar. But as you go back and rewatch the show, there's a necessariness to Omar. And, and the character depth is what makes Omar one of the best characters. My on favorite show. character on the, on the uh, wire. It's weird that we've gotten into the wire so deep, but it was a uh, Stringer. I, I like Stringer for some odd ass reason. Stringer was a horrible fucking human. I'm gonna t- <laughs> Rock, Rock say the same shit <laughs> to me, and I'm like, horrible, I, I like Stringer because he was a he was a master at nothing, but he wasn't afraid to try just about anything, yeah. and he always seemed to fuck up. But it was like, yo, it's string, man. So right. what the fuck? You know? Stringer got fucked around with that real estate shit, trying to yeah. fucking be a mogul. They he kept was, pulling them permits. He, and he shit. was trying to whack a fucking uh, councilman. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely the BET um new edition yeah, movie super was super dope. So that brings me to the topic of some of the best biopics ever in our personal. Favorites. Is it biopics or biopics? It depends on who you talk to. I don't know. Let's do both. Yeah, fuck it. Biopics and biopics. So either one, whichever one you guys say is like tomato, tomato. I don't know which one is right because every time I think I got the right one, somebody comes on TV and uses the other one. The the best biopic ever for me, hands down, Temptations. I I can't. Respectable. Like, I haven't seen a scene as ill as ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. That's that's (laughs) still the gangster shit ever to me. So I'm running with the Temptations. All right. My personal favorite in it. It's th- it's three. How do you have a personal favorite that's three? Well, what that kind of falls in line with us wanting to make the Migos president, though. So yeah, like, so yeah, we'll, we'll right. go with it. All yeah, right, so cool. straight out of Compton. All right, paid in full. Cool. Five heartbeats. But five heartbeats isn't real. It's based off the Dells, but right. it's it's like dramatized. It's slightly dramatized, but it's based off of a real group. So it's like loosely. Yeah. A I biopic or whatever. The, um, and my favorite scene of Five Heartbeats is when Eddie Kane Jr. shows up all smoked out with the fucking jumpsuit on under the trench coat. It's like, no. bad-ass. No. Nights great, like this. The, oh, the greatest sh- scene in Five Heartbeats was when they got their fucking... When they, when they got their awards and Flash, Flash said, I hope that I can have this same success on my solo album. Flash, Flash it's, it's lonely at the top. <laughs> Yo, Flash is a piece of shit, man. Flash had already put the album together. <laughs> Behind they motherfucking back. Yeah. Little do y'all know, I'm using this as a springboard on, on some Ralph to Kurtz get away man. from on you Ralph niggas. Shit. Yeah. Ralph was like, yeah, let me play y'all something real quick, man. <laughs> they like, like, what? Mike, you brought us here to listen to that bullshit. <laughs> Yo, how good was he Yaz? He played this Ma- shit out Mike Bivens. Oh. He was all that as Mike Bivens. Yo, Yaz... You ain't motherfucking, uh, you ain't Hakeem lying no more. You a real actor, my nigga. Real like, shit. you yeah. killed that shit. Yaz man. moved up a notch in my book. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he now, was Michael Bivens. He now has one notch, <laughs> so he ain't gonna get carried away. But he was all that as Mike Biv. I definitely give him props yeah, for that. Yeah, he was dope. Grown uh, Johnny Gill looked like Chris Webber, and it fucked with me for the whole. Oh, uh, uh, Luke James. It fucked with me for the whole two parts of the fucking last. I mean, my whole issue with Johnny was when he first showed up, he had the crooked ass curl yo. and shit. Like that shit fucked me up. I'm like, yo, Johnny on some bullshit. That like, like I went right hard. to Twitter, like, yo, Johnny Gill on some <laughs> bullshit. Curl as crooked as a motherfucker. That joint had a gangster lean. Like, it looked like he was part of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. The niggas that saying, oh this God. is for my homies in the gangster lean. His his curl was on the gangster lean. It, it was it, it was dope seeing the story though, just how loyal they was to each other at young ages. Yeah. 
Like, young Ralph was doing karate on a dumpster. But he knew, I'm not leaving these niggas in right. the projects at, like, 11 years old. And then even when Biv spit in uh, Bobby face and they was ready to get yeah, there. And Bobby, like, no. Nah, they like, what's the, like, what's he, the problem? He tried to kill me, but did he? Fuck yeah, that. I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, like, that was decent to say. Like, it I'm going to do way, little do y'all know. I'm going to do way little worse do y'all shit know. I'm going to fuck this tour up. <laughs> like, I'm going to fuck everything up. Like. Single handedly, as one man, Bobby, gonna destroy everything. Bobby showed up at the end of the concert. Was like, "Y'all ready to do this?" <laughs> they like, and then they sweat. They that like, shit. "Nigga, the concert over." They chant they say, Bobby. They, say, like, they sound like they 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 want Bobby Brown on the stage, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Bobby showed up at the end of the concert. Like, yeah, let's do this. He said, "You you want to come? You uh, no? All right, cool." Yeah, that that was a good ass biopic. Yeah, so shout out the. Uh, if you could see a biopic of anyone, who would you want to see one of? Uh. Hmm, that's a good question. You know who I want to see one of? And this is probably going to sound weird. Lil' Kim. Because up until Michelet... Like the psyche of... Everything. Yeah. From from being in Brooklyn, being big side chick, to actually blowing her run as like a fashion icon and like top yeah. bitch in the game. Then the whole junior mafia shit. Like Kim's story is crazy. Right. And you don't see biopics from women's point of view with women perspective. Like the female perspective. Up until Michelet... I don't think we've seen that like ever, especially yeah. from the rap game. Yeah. So it would be dope to see Little Kim's story in a yeah. biopic. I you know not somebody it. underrated, fucking uh, Ben Baller, Ben Baller the jeweler, Ben Yang. I, I, he's one of the only celebrities I follow. I Yo, he's got one of the craziest like stories of what he's did with his yeah. life. He was like with Rockefeller, a, a Korean gangster yeah. with Rockefeller, with, with aftermath. Yeah. Suge Knight almost killed him. Yeah. Like. His life He's to be a, a celebrity jeweler, like his life is fucking crazy. Like I wouldn't so. mind seeing something on the Ghetto Boys either, because the Ghetto Boys for oh, me, oh yeah, the Ghetto Boys for me was like dealing with issues that, especially us in the black community, we don't like dealing with. You had Scarface who was a manic depressive, right? Willie D who was a paranoid, par- basically suffering from paranoia, right? And then Bushwick Bill who was a schizophrenic, right? Those are issues that in the black community, realistically in any community, people don't want to deal with you. Yeah, they, they just, get sick and swept under the rug. Yeah, they just give you a token and put you on a 48 and <laughs> I got to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we don't deal with that. You know, it's, it's, Stop putting your, your your family problems on Matt the bus driver. Real shit. It's driving me crazy. It's like it would be dope, though, to see something on the Ghetto Boys, too. So, yeah. All right. So, I mean, um, and then, you know, paid in full, you know, for obvious reasons. So many fucking quotables. Uh, that's yeah. like the crown jewel of, like, Dame Dash's theatrical uh production yeah. that was a good ass movie career. it was one it's one of the best movies yeah, that just, like you've seen from that rapper hip hop yeah. type that's probably the best movie yeah and what's crazy is i've never really ever seen like paid in full run on cable television yeah, you know how all it, movies yeah. have like a theater run a pay-per-view run and then and like a, a bullshit showtime run yeah n- never happened so it's like as good as this damn movie is, it's like it still probably hasn't been seen by the you, number you know, of people that need to see You know what bothers me about the rapper turned actor is that they don't get respected as actors. Right. But realistically, Cameron could have legit got a Best Supporting Actor Oscar oh, hell yeah. for his Alpo rendition. Everything. There was no, there was zero Cameron in that role no. in all Alpo. Dog, Ace got shot in the face. He said, give him some soup. Right, <laughs> like, like, classic line. Get him the thermometer. Quotables. Yo, get him bars. Yeah. Niggas get shot every day, b. Like, like, like Pac as Bishop. 
he like that's best supporting Oscar nomination yeah. type shit, and that we don't that you'll never get respect. There was for a uh, a meme the other day. Somebody put up, and it was like uh, squad goals, and it was the crew from Juice, and somebody retweeted it and put, "You've never you've seen never that seen movie. Seen anything <laughs> of this. Like, you you couldn't have seen this movie. Shit couldn't have gone more or less. Bishop set Q up. <laughs> he shot everybody. <laughs> Bishop, fucking piece of shit, man. Bishop got that 38 and lost his natural yeah. fucking mind, man. Real shit. Q All had right. to go to sweets with $25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit was bad, man. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of dope biopics. Like we said, new edition, record setting. Congratulations on everything. BBD has a new album out that they yeah. put out on the tail of Here's something I didn't realize movie. about uh, new edition is that every time they went through some bullshit, their next album did better than their previous album. Like, uh, what was it? Candy Girl yeah. sold a mill. Cool. The Joma Cooler now and Telephone Man sold two mil. Right. Cool. Any Heartbreak sold four mil. Yeah. Cool. Then their best selling album was the joint when Ricky was high, Bobby was high, nobody <laughs> fucked with each other. It was like every time they went through some right. bullshit, the next album did bigger better. It's just crazy that that happened like that. And not to mention all their solo success. So, you know, shout out to New Edition. They uh, definitely deserve that best R&B group of all time. I don't think that's up for debate. Yeah, it's up for debate. Who? Boys the Men. Fuck no. All right, come on, man. All right, here's 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 the problem with Boys the Men. B- Boys the Men became the best R&B group ever when Mike said, "All the Philly steaks you could eat." Mike couldn't sing. It. I, he was I, just I'm out glad there. you. I'm glad you brought this up. Here's my issue with Boys the Men. Phenomenal records. They the best selling. Amazingly R&B written records. Amazing record sales. All of that shit. The swag of a trash man. No, that's why I'm a bus driver. So fuck you. <laughs> the swag of fucking substitute teachers collectively as a crew. Hey, listen, they could sing. No, no superstar bodies across the board if other that, than Brandy. If that's the case, <laughs> other than Brandy. If that's the case, we gotta put Jodeci up there. Absolutely. Jodeci had all the swag in the world and great songs and great production, and they changed the game. But they, like, all became fiends. That's cool. That's how I like my R&B groups. Cracked out, smoked out. I guess. Falling off the stage, shit like that. Like, that's what I want from, you know what I'm saying? It's when like, I, when I was like you got to you gotta have a peak and when, then When I was, like, crescendo. in sixth grade, I halfway wanted one of those, like, see-through suits. <laughs> but, but it was like I can't put that shit. But on. you never wanted the fucking bow tie and the no. point and the pinstripe bullshit boys the men was wearing. Boys the men wore patent leather Jordans to the Grammys with their tuxedos. They might have. They probably did gangster shit. Yeah. So that's a definite point for swag. That's a point. But now they only have one point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jodeci's got a thousand points for swag. Yeah, but Jodeci didn't drop new one. Ad- didn't he? New edition produced Bobby Brown right. solo. Johnny Gill. Got bigger as a solo. Yeah. BBD, who has the biggest song of the 90s, the biggest song of the decade is Poison. I can give you that. New edition, hands down. I don't know, man. Boys the Men did a song Boys the Men sold 10 million. Boys the Men did I a song respect, for Mama, man. I respect their body at work, but I don't want to hang out with Nate from Boys the Men. No. I seen him at the uh, Sixer game. We was both sitting course. Did he have hoes? Yeah, he, he had a nice little chick with him. We shook hands. But yeah, that was pretty much it. He Nobody on, knew it was Nate from Boys and Men. He had on like some bullshit Iverson. <laughs> so, so yeah, was, he had on bullshit everything. <laughs> so it was like, all right, whatever. But yeah, it's it's an argument. It's a definite argument. I'm going with New Edition. I'm going with Boys or Jodeci before Boys and Men. Terrible. I might take H Town before Boys and Men. H Town. They only got one record. What was their record? <laughs> Knocking the boots. Knocking the boots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Knocking the boots. All right. So enough about that shit. Um, 
<laughs> uh, Jay Z made the news again this week. Yeah, shout Jay Z getting them checks again, man. Uh, Doesn't stop. Sprint deal with uh, Title. Uh, Jay Z bought Title in 2014 for 56 million. And uh, this week, he sold 30% of the company for $200 million to Sprint, who will in turn open it up to their 45 million subscribers and also create a $75 million fund for artist exclusives for them to be able to go and grab these artist exclusive projects and do concerts and shit like that um, with uh, Tidal and with their you know different platforms and shit like that. So Jay-Z, back in the news, making a lot of money. And um, this is especially cool because just... A couple of days before this happened, there was this whole report from like this Norwegian paper saying how they were fabricating their numbers yeah. and this, that, and the third. But apparently, Sprint don't give a fuck yeah. because they believe in the brand of Jay Z, which is what these stupid, uh, I mean, some of these you, stupid business people can't seem to figure out. You got access to like the four biggest artists in music. You're just not gonna lose when yeah, it comes Jay-Z, to Jay Z, Kanye, Beyonce, Rihanna. It's, you can't <laughs> lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like somebody's gonna want in on that Girl, shit. shit. Apple's like. They're going to give Drake anything he wants. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, real shit. It's just like Jay-Z legit. He a machine when it comes to that business shit. It, yeah. It's just unreal at this point. Like, damn, like, they really let Hove in and holla. It's like, over. It's over. Yeah. Do you think Hove's the GOAT? Yeah. GOAT rapper? Or, like, my rapper? Here's my thing. My personal favorites are Big and Wayne. Right. My personal favorites. But you can't argue against Jay-Z. I got Jay in my top five. In your top fuck top three top five fuck you want to do this Biggie Nas <laughs> Pop Jay Z Lil Wayne now here's here's my thing with Nas technically speaking I don't think Jay Z raps better than he Nas. can't rap better than Nas Nas a rap fucking circles around Jay Z you gotta remember I don't I don't I don't, I don't, I don't come at it from like a, a that business what can you do outside of rap yeah. you know when they do those hottest rappers in the game yeah. they're like well how many followers do you have it's like dog my favorite rappers didn't have followers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Big never had an Instagram. Yeah. So it's just like... Like Nas made Rewind. Nas made I Gave You Power. Like shit. Nas made If I Ruled the World. Nas made the Illmatic album. <laughs> New like, York, started, New York State, State of Mind. Mind. Like, so I, like, I, I honestly feel like Pac made the best music to ever come out of rap. Probably. Like when you hear, like when you hear a um, Troublesome 96 or Hit Em Up, you get angry. You yeah. want to hurt something. Yeah. When you hear Dear More Mama. More people have smoked wet and gone to kill somebody to yo, pop music than anybody. Dog, uh, what's uh, what's the joint? Um, ah, uh, Black of the Berry, Sweet of the Juice. Um, oh, uh, Dear Mama? No. Keep yeah, your head up. Keep your head up. The fuck? Keep, keep your head up is probably the, if not the message or my mom playing tricks on me. Yeah. Keep your head up yeah. is probably the third greatest rap song ever. Yeah. You could play it anywhere. You can play it at... Uh, presidential rally you can play it at a baby shower you can play it at a graduation you can play it at a crip cookout you can play, play it at it. a blood cookout you can play it at a blood cookout <laughs> you can play it at 55th street block party <laughs> you can play it anywhere <laughs> in the world right. and, and, and they're gonna feel it so it's like Pac made that type shit yeah. as far as making music I don't think is anyone gonna be as good as making songs that you felt better than Pac when it comes to rap though Big Nas and Jay are Clearly the yeah, elites. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think J-Rap better than Nas or Biggie. Now, when it comes to outside of the rap arena, this other shit, nobody gets touch It's not that. even close. Yeah. It's, it's nothing to even think yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, Puffy's the only one. Like, Jay-Z had us in big dumbass button-ups in 03. Yeah. So, Jay-Z sold us jerseys. 
Yeah. Turn, told us that jerseys was whack. Turned around, sold us button ups, and then he popped up with jerseys on again. Yeah. But I got smaller jerseys this smaller, time. Smaller, tighter jerseys. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. smaller, tighter jerseys. Like real shit. And did a deal with Mitchell and Ness for his own fucking jersey. Yeah. Brooklyn, uh, the, the the Nets, everything like yeah. Jay just he a machine on that aspect. So it's like you know, Kevin Durant and Robinson Cano are his athletes. Yeah. Like, he represents them, like, yeah. from an agent standpoint. So, I mean, as far as businessman goes, Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z is the GOAT. He's the GOAT rapper to me because of his consistency. Like I'll give, I'll definitely give you that. He like, he got 92 fucking number one albums yeah, and yeah. shit. I'm saying, but when you look at the numbers, and people going to get mad at me. I don't give a fuck. When you look at the numbers, Drake and Lil Wayne are way far ahead of Jay-Z as far as, like, Rapper acclaim. Eminem like, is way far. It's like, it's, and it's not even fucking close. Well, some keeping like, it being dog. DMX might be up there because he had so many albums. Yeah, Jay, DMX has records. six. DMX has six albums in a row that went number one, and in that he was going three, four, six, seven, nine, like crazy fucking numbers. Like, like people don't understand is Jay Z's best selling album was Volume Two, and it yeah, sold five mil. Yeah, then like, the black like six now. Then the black album sold three. Yeah, like Jay never had crazy sales. Yeah, he just had consistent two to three million every album right. he did. Yeah, Jay and never did fifty five. Jay them, never so. smoked crack and drove a motherfucking no. Chevy into the desert of Arizona. No, like, Jay never pulled anybody <laughs> over and acted like the FBI. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so. so it's like shit like. Like that will keep you in the game yeah, and be able to go and forward. And I feel like that's another thing, too, when we talk about those old top tens and top fives and all of that, is that people look at the present and they take from that. Yeah. Because if you do this top five shit in 2001, motherfuckers is going to put X up there. And it's yeah. not even going to be a debate yeah. because he was that nigga. So yeah. it's like I, I, I got Jay in my top five. I respect Jay. I fuck with Jay. I'm a Jay. I'm a Jigga fan, if that makes any sense. Not really. It a makes perfect guy. sense because. Jigga was brash and arrogant, and Jigga was J A Y. You heard, you, yeah, you heard the sound. Uh, uh, she want us to end because I fucked the friend. She gave me one more chance, and I fucked her again. Yeah. I seen the tears when she busted in. I said, "Shit, it's a draft. Shut the door, bitch. Come on in." Yeah. That's Jigga. Like Jigga was. You He's know, a different animal. Yeah. Like Jigga was ride was ride or die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I probably make more money off your album than you. Like that was Jigga. My like, mind is infested with sick thoughts that circle like Alexis. If driven wrong, it's sure to hurt you. Dual level like duplexes. In unity, my crew and me commit atrocities like we got immunity. You guessed it. Manufested intangible goods. Platinum Rolex did. We don't lease. Buy the whole car. As you should. Like, that was that, Jigga. That was Jigga. Hove is like, you know, <laughs> H-O-V-A. I got my mother. I don't want to hear that You want to hear my opinion on the blueprint? I don't, I don't think so. I, I think the blueprint is one of the most overrated rap albums uh, of all time. You want to know why? I, and, and you know who made me realize this? Wale. Wale said that... Um, he said, he said, he said, the blueprint is hot as shit. It's an amazing album. But do you realize that on like four or five songs, the hook is just Jay's name. So, name. Yeah. Different names for Jay-Z. I'm going to say like, this when it comes to the blueprint. And it's kind of like a corny reasoning. You know how the, the, when they give the NBA uh, MVP out, they give it to the best player on the best team? Yes. Blueprint is the best rapper, if you want to say Jay-Z is the best on rapper. On the best team? It's his, it's his best album on the best team at the best time. Jay in 2001 was I, Jay. I ain't gonna hold you, dog. I thought Nas was done when I heard Takeover. Oh, yeah. I honestly, I thought Nas was finished. We all did, and but and that's why people elevate Ether to such high levels because he was in the crypt. Like Nas is finished. But like you look at, it's got his first number one on there with Aisha to Izzo. It, the, out, the whole album was just solid. It just was all. Yeah, no, he's just, he's rapping like a motherfucker. But then it's like when you peel the onion back and you're like. These hooks don't have no substance. This <laughs> is like yeah, the hook thing really had no like, substance. It's, but. it's like, but he's rapping at such a high level that it like 
it tricks you into believing that now, this is one now of the Now, I'll tell you, my albums. favorite J album is the Black album. My if, favorites are, my my all-time favorite, obviously, is Reasonable Doubt. I don't. Uh, the rapping on Reasonable Doubt is some other shit. Honestly, like, I'd rather listen to vo- Volume 1 if I'm going to listen to a J album. No, nah, I, I hate Volume 1. It was two songs on Volume 1 I didn't like. Uh, City is Mine. City is Mine, I hate it. And um, Sunshine. I actually like Sunshine. I'm a freak. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. Sunshine was my shit. That was, I liked that. You know what I'm saying? But um, what's the other song? I Know What Girls Like. I didn't care for that. That was terrible. Yeah, but Streets is Watching. Oh, there's, Friend good, of record. 98. there's good records on there. I, it was sequ- Number one, it was sequenced wrong. It was sequenced horrible. And following a reasonable doubt, it didn't make sense the way that they pushed those initial records out. You got to look at Mason Puff was the hottest they shit was on tearing the planet. The, so it was yeah. like, yeah, let's yeah, slap this nigga in an ugly so yellow good suit. 30,000 times yeah. a week at the time. Let's so. put a lot of lights on, put him in an ugly suit, and hope this shit blow. It didn't. And it didn't. Work. It, <laughs> it didn't. It almost work. ruined Jay's career. <laughs> it, it didn't. We'll get into more of the top five and all that shit. Yeah, we can do that later. On another episode. So that was so that was that. Um you wanna go sports or you wanna talk about Chief Keef? I, I I don't wanna get too ignorant yet. So let's <laughs> just out of go to sports. All right, cool. Uh LeBron this week said in the media the Cavs need a fucking playmaker. I'm gonna be thirty three soon. We should have bought Rob. I, I thought about having Rob because, you know, Rob's such an NBA analytics yeah. guy. Like, I understand him completely. They're really missing Delavajova or Jelavajova, whatever the fuck his name is. They're missing him. The and, Serbian. Yeah, and people don't understand that. they like, oh, what you mean? You got Kyrie and all No, they need a backup point guard. I understand. I've said that earlier this year, like, like months ago. They really do need a backup point guard. Now, people legit hate LeBron. Without are, a doubt. Are you one of those people? No, I love I LeBron. I was about to say. People hate. I know. I hate LeBron f- fanatics. I don't. I hate LeBron fanatics. The motherfuckers who try to diminish what Kobe Bryant did in you know me for a long basketball. time. You know who my favorite player was? Kobe Bryant. It's Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I'm a Kobe Bryant fanatic. Yeah. I was a Kobe Bryant fanatic. I, I fuck with Kobe. Yeah. I respect Bron because he had the world put on him when he was 17, and he didn't and fold. I, I guess I'm going past the like I always say, stay within the lines of the field or the court. Yeah, I'm going past that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your boy Spitty here from DGB, aka Dirty Glove Bastards, off the porch podcast. Now, if you're a fan of artist interviews, then make sure to check out and subscribe to Off the Porch, a show that interviews everybody from the dopest up and coming artists, your favorite OGs and legends street comedians, directors, and other influential people from the culture. And it's brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. LeBron the same age as me. We graduated high school the same year. That nigga at graduation from high school knew you about to be the face of an NBA organization. We're going to fucking change the whole organization for you. Reebok gave you 90 mil. Your mom is in a Hummer with her silly ass. Everything is fucking about to change for you. Right. And boy ain't been wrapped up in no scandal. He done won Sportsman of the Year twice. Yeah. He's at every one of his He's middle school. Sending 10,000 kids to college. He's at every one of his son's middle school games. He's he been with the same chick since he's been in high school. I mean, what I can say you, is. You kind of just got to respect him. Hands down, he's the realest. I fuck with him. He put all of game. his homies on. He waited till all his he's homies. The, he, he put them all on. He's the realest. He's the realest. 
to ever play the game of basketball, hands down. Like yeah. he made all of his friends multi multi millionaires, gave them business models yeah. to say, "You gonna do this? You gonna do this? You gonna do this?" And if you don't want to do that, all right, cool, fuck that. We gonna do this. He shit waited instead. to sign his big deal till his homie became his agent. Like yeah. he got done to his make work. sure he got that. Make percentage. sure he got the percentage. Like yeah. Bron's the shit. Yeah, man. I mean LeBron is self made. He he fucking made Leon Rose hire his hire his man yeah. to show him the ropes, and then all right, once I get my big card, see see you, Leon. I gotta when, when I, I watch shit when I watch the Believe Land. Uh, 30 for 30 really made me put it in perspective like yo it was really a whole like city on this ball back you know what I'm saying a whole state yeah real shit like and you see just how bad Cleveland became when he left and went to Miami yeah, he ruined the, the economy the city almost got went bankrupt <laughs> yeah. real shit and then you see him come back now now Cleveland got reality shows <laughs> investing in businesses and shit it's crazy like you really gotta fuck with LeBron man if you don't fuck with LeBron it's just something wrong with you alright so the fucking with LeBron part aside the part about the Cavs needing a playmaker was weird to me because you're LeBron. You Jordan, are the playmaker. Jordan had playmakers, yo. Who? Everyone. Not trying Who, to be. Who coach? Who coach was the best Croatian ever played basketball. I'm gonna say this: When Jordan retired in '93, Jordan left the game. The Bulls that year they won the chip. They beat the Suns. They won 57 regular season games. The next year, Jordan didn't play a game. You know how many games they won? Like 54, 55. They lost two less games. That yeah. team was good as shit. Yeah, no, the team was excellent. The, with, even with Shaq and Kobe, the team got to be fucking solid. But they didn't have no – the Lakers – them Lakers teams didn't have no playmakers. Kobe was the playmaker. I mean, they had Ron Big Hart, Shot Rob. Yeah, yeah, Derek yeah. Fisher, who was always there at Wait, the right not a playmaker, time. though. <sighs> a playmaker is essentially somebody who can create with the ball in their hands, either for Man, themselves I, or for a team. Honestly, when LeBron said it, I felt like he shouldn't have said the word playmaker. Cause it makes it sound like we need a star. Like motherfucker, yeah, it made it seem everybody like everybody started tripping. Like, oh, they need to get Carmelo, like, and like, I'm like, or, you, or like no. they need Kimball Walker or some no, shit. They don't like, need that. But they need a solid motherfucker. Think about it. LeBron's playing the most minutes in the NBA right now. Yeah, and historically always has. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like I understand him what he's saying. It's just the word, the word playmaker threw me off because it makes it seem like you're looking for like a top tier or a second tier star to add to a already. You got three all stars on this team. And then you got big ass Tristan Walker, and then you got Jr. and Iman. Like Iman's shit, but Jr. still pretty good. And I, I didn't like either one of them. I used to always say Jr. Smith's not gonna get a chip, and he, he got one. He lucked up and got <laughs> he one, up. and he was a part of yeah. the winning of the championship. Because Jr. Smith for years to me just didn't. He came off like a Carmelo. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he was a Carmelo teammate. <laughs> so, so there goes that. So I mean, yeah, the initial statement threw me off. Like I, I can understand that. Looking at what you have to potentially go against, which is either the Spurs, who out of nowhere, I don't know none of these fucking new guys that are on the Spurs, but they're good as a motherfucker. I mean, they got the best coach in NBA history. Arguably. Yeah, and and like, then you see Kawhi go out there and play Cleveland on a Saturday night game and drop forty on LeBron and make a bunch of big plays to stop them from losing. It's like you got to face that shit, and then oh, by the way, the Warriors beat the dog shit out of you Kawhi, right Kawhi, after. Kawhi doesn't get his just due because he's quiet and he has braids and he drives like a O three Denali. Yeah, so people just don't like. Kawhi him. gotta fuck an Instagram bitch. Like I'm, a, I'm saying you gotta fuck like um, Fetty Wap's old chick, the one that got the sex tape coming out, yeah, I see or that. like the chick Winter from like Bad Girls Club or something like that. You gotta fuck with somebody that's like gonna praise you and talk about like how you that nigga and you be dicking the shit out of her you know what I'm saying and then yeah. maybe people start paying attention to you then they be like oh shit this guy's got one of the best efficiency ratings in the NBA yeah. let's give him some money to do an endorsement he's got a trade in that truck too 
<laughs> like you gotta like at least get like a the Jag truck is like sixty grand. Yeah. Like you could at least get like the new Jag truck. Like that's like the R sport but, fully but loaded. Kawhi is one of the best players in the NBA. Hands like, down, he's hands. one of like the five or six best I players. I was gonna say top three or four. Like probably. Maybe it's James Harden, him, Westbrook, and like Bron. Durant, Bron. Yes, yeah, like he's right there. Ant with Davis. Yeah. Anthony Davis is amazing, bro. He's good. He's all that. He's amazing. He's good. I, he's I, he's trapped on a terrible team. I, I, I was about to say I don't think he's an elite player. But yet. you got to look at it like this: Jordan was on a but not they, so good but team name name all name all the players you just named. What do they have in common? They're perimeter players, ball handlers primarily. Yeah. He's a forward center. His how good he is compared to the how terrible the guards is on his team is what elevates his value compared to a lot of I, other he, players he, he's, because he's, he's, he's a secondary player. Hands down. Yeah. It's it's him, Cat. It's him, Cat, Joel. Joel is up there. Joel is up there. Joe I saw a stat the other day on TYT Sports. Joel already for his per thirty six minutes, he's having the second best rookie season to Will Chamberlain. Yeah, like ever. Yeah. Will Chamberlain, twenty nine point six points per thirty six minutes. Joel is twenty eight per thirty six minutes. I'm not the biggest Sixer fan. I'm a I'm a I'm a Philly dude, so it's like I you know, I root for him and want to see him do decent shit. And um I, I understand the whole Sam Hinkie shit now, the whole trust the process shit, because he put them in a position to where they could really be like crazy. Yeah, with him on the floor with Ben Simmons, they they've could be already retarded. won more games than they won last year. They've had like I think they got like the second best record in the league in January. Or some yeah. crazy shit. They like that. have won like ten out of their last fourteen games. Yeah, like Joel is all that. He should have been an All Star. He should have been All Star. They snubbed him. I don't even understand that for Paul Millsap. because we you know what it is. They don't want to. We don't want to reward tanking and it's, it's like a. It's the coaches being bitter about the Sixers and the fact that it worked out because they were expecting him to never play. Yeah. Like, so it's like some bitter like bullshit or whatever. Yeah, he, uh, he fell down hard. That he had to go out the game the other day. We was watching. Uh, who did they play that Friday night? It was a Friday night game. They he, played Houston. No, not that. That was this Friday. Last okay, Friday. last Friday. I'm he, not sure. He went for a dunk and he fell. Um, I can't think of who they played, but um, Joel is all that. He he's definitely a solid, solid, solid player. And I, I think he's going to wind up being, like, arguably the best big man in the game. Yeah. Though so he got caught on a trap and, like, straight stopped Kyle Lowry, like, at the top of the key. Like, <laughs> right. it's just amazing. Like, fuck that. Where yeah. you going? And he, he forced Kyle Lowry into taking, like, a dumbass yeah. three-pointer. He had a game where they played Sacramento where he was battling with DeMarcus Cousins. And Cousins, they're like, what do you think about Joel Embiid? I think he's the best big man in the league after I retire, is what he said. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And DeMarcus is, DeMarcus is another one that's up there. Yeah, I like Booby. Booby is nice, and he's trapped on a horrible fucking team. Hopefully they trade him soon. What if, like, Cleveland got, like, DeMarcus Cousins? I don't think that would ever happen. You never know. I don't I don't see his his style meshing with LeBron. Because the thing is— If you can't mesh with LeBron, you're a piece of shit. We've seen it happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yeah, we've seen it happen. And where are those guys now? Yeah, but it's like you—to you, you to, to play with LeBron, you got to change your game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you watch Chris Bosh and how he had to change his game and become a perimeter dude. Even Kevin Love had to do it. And he had to become a scrappy perimeter dude and fight for rebounds and really defend and all that shit. But that just goes to show how talented Chris Bosh really was and how underappreciated he was because Chris Bosh was a first-team all-star forever. Like, first, second-team NBA guy, 24-12 and for years in Toronto, taking him to the playoffs, second round, all of that shit. And he dialed his game back to fit within the style of the team. Yeah, very true. I mean, and and unfortunately, it's unfortunate what's happening with him with uh, 
the blood clots and all that shit basically ending his yeah. career. But he did, you know, escape with a couple of rings, and he's going to get his full uh, all his money too. He got a bad chick. So. He su- got a super bad chick. His chick used to go at camera. Wayne fucked her too. Yeah, but, you know, we're not trying. We're not. To be, we're not going. We're do not that. trying to be ignorant. Yeah, we're not. Not <laughs> yeah. today. Not today. Not, not today. Not today. Uh, so, um, yeah. So Joel snub from All Star Game that was fucked up. Um, we talked about that already. The went against some ignorant shit. Let's wrap up the NBA shit. The mellow. What the fuck is going on with Melo right now? Uh, Phil Jackson is essentially trying to trade Melo for like a carton of Newports. Yeah, Phil Jackson's like, look, if you got a Regal <laughs> with a strong engine, yeah. <laughs> bring it up here. Runs good, yeah, clean AC, Mello. 30% tint, you can get Melo and Th- shit. This is, my, this is why I never talk shit about Carmelo Anthony is because I respect, like we said last week about uh, Chrisette Michelle. Yes. Get the bag. Carmelo went after the bag. Carmelo Car- did all them free agent visits. And, and Carmelo <laughs> didn't lie about it. Carmelo said, I want 125 guarantee. I don't give a fuck who give it to me. Yeah. Oh, the Knicks guy? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Carmelo did all them free agent visits knowing good and goddamn well. It was no way. He, he, he could have gone to Houston. Could you imagine him in Houston right now with Harden? With James Harden? He could have gone to Chicago. He'd have been out there with Jimmy Butler. He said, no, y'all ain't got to be 25. <laughs> oh, 98? Yeah, that's I'm, cool. 98 is cool. Yeah, that's it's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, but Carmelo, it's the difference of one year. Essentially, it's the same contract. No, 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 I mean, it's, it's cool. I could die yeah. this summer of that one year. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Baltimore. So <laughs> I need that 125, dog. So I respect it. He went after the bread. He got it. And so Carmelo clearly wasn't trying to win. So, I mean, where do you think he might be getting traded to? I don't think he gets traded. Who wants that headache and who wants that that dollar you got to pay out? Yeah, I mean, you even look at like a team like Milwaukee who's got like a, a couple of talented young stars on the team. It's like, we ain't bringing this ball hog in no, here to disrupt you don't, that with, shit. With, like, with, uh, the Greek freak, John Malamago, you don't want fucking Carmelo yeah, around and him. And Jabari Parker and yeah, shit. Like, you don't want to deal with that shit. It's the same shit. Essentially the same shit AI kind of went through at the end where it was just like. Shit was spooky at the end. Yeah, where it was just like. <laughs> He's going man, to Detroit and cause, Memphis Because it's shit. a big contract and then you got young players that it's like. That's like I love AI. You know, AI is my guy. Yeah. But he's not Chauncey Billups. Right. So it's like you know what I mean. It's just it's it's, it's just a difference. So I really don't see Melo leaving the Knicks. Like who's going to take that? I mean, they're going to have to give him away because they offered him for Kevin Love. They Cleveland said absolutely not. Cleveland was like, "Are you smoking crack?" <laughs> yeah, they said absolutely not. Um, they've sh- chopped him to the Clippers and to the Celtics. The Clippers and the Knicks said, hey, we'll even take a combination of guys that's not none of your big three. Just give us somebody. Yeah. Get, like, who, who you got? <laughs> give, us, give us Michael Oliver Candy. <laughs> yeah, give us, <laughs> give us the rights to Bobby Simmons. Yeah. Like, from fucking uh, DePaul. Give us Bobby Simmons. <laughs> Is Chris Kanan still on the team? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like give us fuck it. Like, give us anybody yeah. to rid us of the mellow. We got three more years of this fucking deal. Hey, they so gave it to him. we'll see what happens with that, man. You know, Carmelo is a uh, is an NBA legend. He's in a bad way, and unfortunately, he put himself in this predicament. So it's not but so much to be really said about that. Um, but my favorite part of the show, let's get to the ignorance. Yeah, ignorant shit. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following this <laughs> shit. Um, platinum recording star Chief Keef, bang, bang. the biggest artist in Chicago. At the behest of uh, his uncle's wife, decided to do a barefaced home invasion style assault, kidnap, robbery on one of his producers, 
and is now in jail along with Tato and like one or two yeah. more of his homies. Chicago is off the fuck. They're a shame. different breed. Like it just now hit me, but that's Chicago was where the, the four uh yeah niggas tied the, the yeah, white they, guy they up. They kidnapped the fucking yeah. mentally challenged white dude. Yeah. And gave him a haircut with like a straight razor and shit, like yeah. and beat him up <laughs> in an empty warehouse. <laughs> like it was like a regular Thursday. Like I told I told my homie because I, I was out there, I, I did a uh, show at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. Yeah. And <laughs> I was telling my homie, I'm like, yeah, Chicago, man, I don't know why they portray it on TV like it's terrible. Chicago's beautiful. Lakeshore Drive looks amazing. It's fucking deep dish pizza places all over downtown. It's nice as shit. My homie was like, well, did you go to the south side? Motherfucker for what? For what? Who for what? Yeah, one of the bulls was like, yo, uh, my man got some weed. He out uh, west side. You want to take this ride with me? No. I, I, we, was staying, <laughs> we were staying at uh, the Marriott. Give right? me the downtown weed. We, 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 were saying, st- where? we were staying right down the street yeah. from uh, Trump Plaza. <laughs> yeah, where's the Trump Plaza weed yeah, at? <laughs> it, it was, I mean, Trump Tower, excuse me. It was nice as shit downtown. My homie's like, well, did you go to the south side? I'm like, hell nah, no. You fucking tripping, fam. That, uh, yo, I'm not trying to be funny. Friday night, <laughs> I saw an article. It said, three dead, 15 wounded in violent weekend. I'm like. The weekend just started. The weekend four just hours kicked ago. off to a violent weekend. <laughs> That's a violent f- night, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? That's the media spin. Like, call it what it is. Like, yo. the mayor probably is calling like the fucking uh, newspapers. Like, yo, tone it the fuck down. Cool. Like, Trump. Tr- listen, Trump said if they don't work the nat- that shit I'm sending out, the I'm sending in. the feds in. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sending in the feds and the you, National Guard. Have you ever seen OG original gangsters with yes. uh, Fred Williams and Jeff Rell? Remember the mayor when the the OGs was going at it with the rebels, and the mayor was like, "You got a fucking world war. World War Three is about to happen in this town, and you're gonna have to deal with it." The boy was like, "Well, where are you gonna be mayor?" He said, "I'm going to a golf convention in Palm <laughs> Beach. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here." Like, yeah, Chicago's on a whole nother level. Chief Keith is like really one of the biggest artists from Shy. Yeah, I mean Chief Keith had a fucking uh was like an 8 million dollar record deal at like 17 years old. Yeah. Like and, and he's got another 6 million dollar record deal right now with fucking film on TV. So it's like my man, I'm sure you got unlimited little dirty niggas around you that are willing to What you do- say last week it's 92 million savages. Yeah. You can ne- like just like in Philly, you can never run out of houses to rehab. Yeah. You can never run out of savages in the city of Chicago. Like they be like eight years old, like shooting shit up. Yeah. Like it's like you wait. It's like you as soon as you turn eight in Chicago, they give you a fucking a forty five caliber and a box of bullets. Like, it's like it's like Somalia. Like yeah. it's just rebel. Like children. there are people who have said they they have literally found boxes of guns and ammunition in random alleyways like yeah. in Chicago like oh I was walking down my alleyway to take my trash out it was, and it was a box of fucking uh, it was a video Iraqi missiles in the fucking <laughs> hallway it was a video on World Star where the kid was like walking down the street to school and he had his earphones in and they started shooting and he took his earphone out and looked and they were shooting and he put his earphone back in and kept going and kept going, yeah, <laughs> kept going by his business business as usual yeah normal shit out here I hope it was the ops you know what I'm like <laughs> I hope it was the fucking ops. So the end uh, result of this shit is keeps being held on half a million. I, not, bill. Real, real quick, um, I gotta give a shout out to Kev. Kev said one of the funniest shits ever. Kev two one five. Okay. Um, somebody had there was an article that um, it said that the city of Chicago had overnight crews working with plows to clear the streets of bullet cases. 
<laughs> he said it was 18 inches of bullet casings in the streets, and the, and the city had to plow oh, the bullets. So, of course, it's a fake article. Right. I'm like, is that fake news? <laughs> the, the chick commented was like, well, where did all the bullets come from? And Kev said, the ops. The <laughs> 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 fake. The ops. The fucking ops. The fucking ops. The ops is just like a part of culture That's now. That's one of the shit. funniest shits Kev ever said. Yo. Holy shit. So... Keith's locked up. Tato's locked up. They got to simultaneously post like 750000 bail to get the fuck out of jail or post bond of 75000 uh, or post bond of 75000 to get out, which if you pay a bail bondsman, you don't get that money back. You yeah. beat on that bread. So the other option is go through with the whole trial, whatever like that. The crazy shit about it is the nigga Ramsey is on social media yeah. every day trolling Chief Yeah, Keith. talking shit. Talking big shit. Like, yeah. yeah, I look at the elephant man right now. This face fucked up. But I just came <laughs> from the lawyer, nigga. This face about to be worth a lot of motherfucking money. We get 300000 pussy. Talk about no snitching. Fuck no snitching. I'm snitching, nigga. I'm like, yo, this is the brashest snitching I've ever yeah, seen in my life. It's insane. The, the no snitching culture is crazy. Like, the whole thing with the snitching shit is this. If you're a law-abiding citizen and something happens and you're either directly or indirectly a part of it, you have a choice to make. You're either going to say what you saw or not say what you saw. But if somebody shoot a nigga in front of my grandmother's Mm -hmm. house and the police come and ask her, did you see what happened? And she say, yeah, I don't know who did it, but a nigga with a black hoodie on shot this guy in front of my fucking house. My grandmother's not a fucking snitch. No, this is, this is I, you know, I, <laughs> granted, again, I'm, I'm on the 48. <laughs> but snitching to me is you're doing something illegal. You get court doing something illegal. You tell the people who court you doing something illegal, hey, I know other people who are doing illegal shit too. Right. So to get out of the fact that you got court doing something illegal, you put that on the next person who's doing something right. illegal. That to me is snitching. Yeah. But... When or, you're a civilian, when you're like a, a, a tax-paying citizen, like, remember the Cam was on the fucking throne with Anderson Cooper, and he was like, oh, he said if, a serial killer if you live next door to a serial killer, I wouldn't say nothing. like, no, I would just move. Like, <laughs> nigga. Like, I'm telling the cop, yo, B204, the bull he is, got to go. he's killing people yeah. serially. Y'all, gotta go. y'all gotta get this nigga. Like, he ain't, I mean, he ain't worried about me, like. No, this is the same shit like how we've been talking about with Trump where motherfuckers was voting for Trump. Like, yeah. nah, he talking about the other motherfuckers, yeah. not me. No, we are finding out now a week into his presidency, you too, motherfucker, you yeah, next. Like, shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, if a serial killer lives next door to you and you don't tell, you're doing your whole community a disservice. Like, that's not fucking snitching. You getting rid of a fucking problem. Like, he you gotta me, go. You heard me Look. say it last week, I catch a bitch selling crack in a school zone. She's out of here. <laughs> like, real shit. <laughs> Like it's the truth. It, it, it's just it amazes me at just how that no snitching thing has just it's just always there. And it's, yeah. this is the joint. You got people who work at Foot Locker and the water department be like, oh man, boy, rat. Remember when Beans was like, uh, you're not qualified, you're not qualified to speak on that. It, it's the guy's yeah. honest truth. It's like you're never gonna hear me run around talking about who this, who that, and third. Because I'm not the, in this and bullshit. And here's the biggest issue: in 2017, nobody's not gonna do nothing to a rat anyway. So what's the point of all the reporting and all of the, yeah, he a rat-ass nigga, he fuck around and smoke you, like, and yeah. he's still going to be going about his motherfucking business. Now you did because you got too much to say. Real and that's a whole nother thing. Like, just as a culture, as men, 
we got to ha- stop having so much to say about everything and shit yeah. that don't involve us. Like, more problems are caused by motherfuckers being chatty patties and having too much to say than anything now. All of the issues people be having be of the mouth and of the spoken word variety. I told you about the shit, this situation last week. It's like, this shit really just started like a nigga talking greasy on a fucking show and some tweets. Right. Like, some tweets will really lead to you getting your fucking... Get one in your helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a street nigga now. Yeah. I like that one in the helmet. Like Young Boy did to uh, Omar in his story. Yeah, it's like yo, it's like tone it the fuck down, man. It's like everybody got so much to say and be so boisterous about it, like publicizing their opinion. A lot of times, your opinion is not one or needed. Again, though, man. like like I said last, the life week, you save may be your own. Real shit. Like I said last week, though, man, with the whole watching motherfuckers become celebrities and becoming successful, and then just do dumb shit, and it's just gone. It's just like, come on, man. Like, Keith is what, 25 maybe? He's not even 25, I don't think. No? I don't yeah, think. Yeah, no, how about because he was a kid. He yeah. was a kid. He was 16 when, like, don't like and all yeah, that He might be like 21. He might be like 21, 22. Yeah. Loaded. Just out here doing dumb ass shit, catching yeah. cases. With Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, like, they going to have to come pick him up from jail in a fucking Ferrari. Like, mm. your, your ex is going to be in style, but yeah. it's like, it's totally fucking uh, avoidable, my man, so... Hopefully this whole situation works itself out. Keith, pay the man. You know what I'm saying? Let this shit go away. Real Hopefully you get the charges dropped. You can move on with your life and use it as a he's fucking 21. learning lesson. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, he's a fucking child. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, it just goes to show how rough of a life they, they be living in yeah. fucking Chicago. We we done gave a kid four more years yeah. on his life. Like, yeah, Keith at least 25. That's like, no, he's a kid. He just yeah. turned 21. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. So 21 years old. 21, 21. 21, 21. Hate that fucking 21, 21 <laughs> shit. 21, you got me 21. saying that stupid shit now. <clears throat> oh, man. So, uh, you want to you get into the main topic of the show, the reason why we're here? Yeah, before we get into that real quick, um, the first hour of this show has been sponsored by Hookah Boss. Uh, follow Hookah Boss, Hookah, B-A-W-S-E, on Instagram for all your supplies, wholesale and retail, or contact him at 302 302- Three six three eight nine nine four. That's again three zero two three six three eight nine nine four. Make sure you follow Hookah Boss and shout out to the sponsor for the first hour of the show. And we're exactly at the sixty we're minute mark. Exactly, I'm good at this. Yeah, yeah that was that was. I'm precise. getting good at this shit. And we got a sponsor, man. Let's give a, 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 a just. Can we get some claps Just for our first those, sponsor? Those fake claps in there because we definitely got fake our first baseball sponsor. participation trophy claps. <laughs> oh man. So last week, uh, well, is Just going to throw the claps in there or not? I don't know, Just. Oh, yeah, he's going to do it. All, All right, right, yeah, we'll do that later. All right, we'll worry about that later. All right, so last week um, I said something in the show, and it wound up becoming profound because I got a lot of tweets about it on Twitter. Um, Chad kept saying it throughout the week. I said I would vote for Migos for president. Yeah, and and not one Migo versus not, another. Not one Migo. Not one third, not two thirds. All three thirds of the Migos have to be president. Offset, take off. And most importantly, Quavo. Uncle Quavo has to be there. Uncle Quavo. He's their uncle. <laughs> he's, he's, it's just crazy that he's their uncle. All three of the Migos run for president 2020. I'd vote for him. Yeah. There we go. Raindrops. Drop top. Are you going to put the fake claps in there, too? Migos for president 2020. Definitely. This is our official pitch to QC the label and Migos, Young Rich Nation, presidents for 2020. Real tough. I'm, I'm, I'm all This is a real it. thing. We're getting behind this. I'm all for No it. more Kanye. He met with Trump. I, I wasn't for Kanye when he went in there. Like, 
I wasn't with Kanye when he said he would uh go when he would run for president. I wasn't with Kanye. Right. Thank you for the music and the clap, Jess. We appreciate it. What are you looking at? Um, I am people texting me flyers and shit. You know I'm a fucking party promoter. Motherfuckers texting me flyers and shit. Um, but enough of that. All right, so Migos versus Trump. I honestly think Migos is more qualified as a trio to be president of this country. Okay. You want to start from the back end of the reasons or from the top end of the reasons? Well, what do you have as far as reasons? I got nine reasons. I got a, I got nine, a list of nine reasons why Migos are more fit to be president. I have three that I feel like are just absolutely amazing. Go, shoot. This is going to give you my first one. All right. Migos made all the broke niggas stand on the right. All the rich niggas stand on the left. Right. That's way cooler than separating the country by race and religion. Easily. And it's not unconstitutional. Right there. They should be fucking president on the strength. It's better than what the fuck Trump is doing right now. All right, so that's one one notch for the Migos. Migos are up one to nothing on Trump. Okay. All right. Uh, Bad and Bougie is the number one single in the country for three weeks in a row. Donald Trump has never had a number one single, not ever. Even close to And he one. is not the number one businessman in America either. No. That distinction would probably go to, like, Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates. Easily. Um, or someone of that distinction. So they have one number one, Trump, no number ones. Boom. You ready for my second I'm one? I'm ready. Obama just left the White House with an overall approval rating of 60%, the highest approval rating a president has had in our lifetimes. Bang, bang. Migos' approval rating on iTunes is 99.2. I, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like, the, the album just came out Friday, 99.2 in a short week. I know Trump's <laughs> approval rating is going to be like 12 or <laughs> some shit like that. So it's like, yo, I put the Migos in there. All right, so that's uh, Matt's reason number two. Chad's ne- next reason, Offset said one of the greatest lyrics in history on the new Migos single <laughs> T-shirt. Yeah, shorty bad, but she broke and she don't own shit. And I just want to say that this lyric brought a thug tear <laughs> to my left eye because I know a lot of poor, bad bitches, a lot of bougie bums, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of, a, a lot of pretty bums who have nothing and act like they have everything. So just for that one lyric alone, Offset is at the very least ready to be secretary of state easily i don't think trump said anything that cool ever. nothing that profound ever i'm gonna go with the fact that this is uh, my my third and final great reason as to why i think i feel like the migos are more qualified to be president the nigga quavo in the uh the difference video with meek mill he's sitting on the car door with his leg cross while the while the wraith is in motion that's the coolest shit I've ever right. seen in my life. <laughs> I see like little niggas do fly little nigga shit, and I'd be like, damn, I want to do that. Like, I want right. to get a rafe and sit on the door while it's in motion with my leg crossed. Right. That alone, I'm cool with Quavo being president. Real quick before I get to my next point, going back to Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie literally is bringing the country together. People of all races, creeds, religions, ages, is bringing us all together. You know why? Raindrops, drop, drop top, top, smoking on cooking a hot. That. Those three lines alone Easy. is uniting the nation, and Trump is single-handedly tearing everybody apart. If you watch the Golden Globes, Meryl Streep won her award, and during her acceptance speech, she took time out to dismiss Donald Trump for his attitude, for his ignorance, for his overall being as the president of this country. Right. In those same Golden Globes, when Donald Glover won his award for Atlanta, he praised Migos for making the song. 
and Bad Migos were also on Atlanta. And they were, they were the plug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So score another point. For the plug, Migos, Migos is up like seven to nothing already. Yeah, this shit is bad. You know what I'm saying? Another point for Migos. Jerry Lorenzo, who is one of the best designers alive right now, he has a Fear of God clothing line. He does all Justin Bieber style and a bunch of other people, Kanye. His son, who's like five or six years old, came to him and said, Dad, I love that guy from Migos who goes roof, roof on Bad and Bougie. In turn, Jerry Lorenzo sent Offset a whole box and boxes of boxes of Fair Guy clothing and shoes, and now he has a Fair Guy sponsorship. Give it up for Offset because Donald Trump ain't got no goddamn Fair Guy sponsorship no, no by the best send, designer no alive right Donald now. Donald Trump anything. Donald Trump has his own clothing line, and they ain't sending him no free shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He has the Donald J. Trump collection at Macy's and uh, and probably Walgreens or something. I don't know. Wherever the fuck they sell that shit at. And nobody's sending him free clothes, and Offset now has a Fair Guy sponsorship because he went roof, roof. Real on shit. bad and bougie again, bringing us together. Like my thing with Domingos is like, this ain't their first anthem. It's not their second anthem. It's it ain't their third. It's, it's like their sixth. Yeah. All right. The, so let's let's go from the beginning. Versace. Versace. Well, an before anthem. before Versace, Bando. Bando. Was they huge. brought Bando to the game. Yeah. Bando. Versace. Mm-hmm. Versace remix with Drake. Right. Um. Fight night. Pipe it up. Pipe it up. They got another one too. I'm thinking about. Don't know why I came. In this club, no, with you, they got girl. a huge anthem. It, uh, look at my dad. Look at my oh my! Jesus. They brought the dad to the game. Really, dad, handsome and wealthy. Shit, I mean, it just doesn't stop. And this is the reason why they brought uh, they called the new album Culture because they are literally are the culture. Like yeah. Southern hip hop has been dominating the shit for like 18, 20 years now. So, needless to say, it's not going away anytime soon. And they have been like one of the seminal forces of continually reinventing themselves and bringing new stuff to the game every single year. I, 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 I want to take back what I said last week. Remember last week I was like, yeah, let's give Donald Trump a chance. Let's let him, he's the president. Did See what happens. He's fucking nuts. It, it's, it's been eight days. <laughs> right. It's been a, it's been a week. Yeah. And Trump is out of his fucking mind. He uh he looked to put a ban on Muslims from seven different nations. I don't even understand that. Um, he he looked to put a ban on Muslims from seven different nations, and my issue with this is one being Muslim and two, do you know who he really needs to ban and deport? Who? Chicks who don't respond to DMs. <laughs> the chick who reads your message and you can see that it says it's seen, it's a scene and yeah. never responds. <laughs> gather all of them up and send them to Guantanamo Bay. You yeah. know what I'm saying that's a different level of arrogance to see that I said something. And not even acknowledge this shit with a response because you know it's going to say seen, and that's your way of letting me down easy and letting me know, yeah, nigga, fuck you in so many words. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Much. So you're dropping the ball here, Trump. There's a community of people that need to go, and it's not, you know what I'm saying, Muslims. He's just worried about dumb shit. It's, it's like the wall. He said, yo, I'm building the wall, and you're going to pay for it, pussy. Like, <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> No. And then the Mexican president said, no, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> Mexican like, president said, man, cancel that fucking meeting. Don't let him come down here. Tell Trump, tell him eat a dick. Yo, the wall is going to cost $16 billion. Like, Charlemagne said some real dope shit on Brilliant Innis. He said, why not just refurbish the wall we got now, put some, put bar some barbed wire, wire, wire up, it. and get some Rottweilers. Like, yo, not even trying to be funny. The, the country we live in is fucked up. It's a lot of fucked up things going on. Yeah. Flint still got dirty water. 
The school Still. district here is fucked up. Yeah. Do you know what $16 billion could do for a lot of different situations in yeah. this country? And we worried about putting up a fucking wall. Like, Mind you, I think Mexico is fucking great. Have you ever been to Mexico? Yes. Did I ever tell you about when I got detained in Mexico? <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, my Lord. Listen, when I was trucking, this is hilarious that I'm now thinking <laughs> about this shit. Uh, I used to be an independent contractor. You know that shit. I used yes. to drive trucks. I used to go all over the country. So I, our, one of our yards was in Laredo, Texas, right? So I go down. Right by the border. Right by the border. It's literally like the borders across the street. So we're in Laredo. None of the loads are, cr- are uh, coming through customs. So we waiting for, like, you know, load shipments to come across the border from Mexico, right? So we're down there for, like, a day or two. My man, uh, I got detained in Mexico. Yeah! <laughs> my uh, my uncle-in-law Cordell got detained in Mexico at a hotel. They had uh one of them all you can eat, all you can drink bands, mm-hmm. and he overdid it with the tequila on a day drinking, mm-hmm. and got kicked out of the hotel. And they was like, he didn't want to leave, and they called the federales to Yo. come the, the Mexican police. Uh, just so y'all know, our, our producer just put up a sign that said he got detained in 2015. Mine's was 2006. So let me tell you how I'm chilling in my truck. My, my man, Chris, shout out Chris. Chris is from Portland. Who knows what the fuck Chris is doing now? Chris is a black kid. That makes the story no different, but whatever. This white guy starts talking to us in the yard, right? Like he's a fellow trucker. And he says, have you guys crossed the border yet? And we like, no, we waiting for the loads to come over. And he was like, no, no, you know, you can go over there and like party and shit. So I'm like, yo, is it popping over there? He was like, Dude, it's the greatest fucking time you could have in your life. I spent $25 and had it was amazing. I'm like, what did you do? He's like, let me tell you, $25. I drunk tequila all night. I had a threesome with two hookers. I got a native poncho and a pair of snakeskin boots. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Sign me up. I'm like, we're going. <laughs> I tell Chris, we're in there. He's like, man, I'm not going the fuck over there. I'm like, no. I sound like Bishop. I'm like, nigga, we are in there. We going. So I finally gas him up. We go over there. It's on. I mean, it's like the poorest fucking place on earth where we was at. I can't even remember the name of where it is on the other side. But we go over there. Yo, tequila was like 25 cents American. It was fucking insane. We're partying, doing all this shit. They don't have snakeskin boots in my size. You know what I'm saying? I wear a, a, a 15, so the, you know, can't fit any of the boots. But I do get a poncho and I get a sombrero. So we go to come back over the border I left my ID in my truck. I left my wallet with my ID, social security card, nothing on me. So they won't let me back in to the country. So I'm like, look, you know, I'm an American. Mind you, I got on a fucking poncho and a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yo, you, you know. <laughs> Everybody's cracking up. No, I'm real, an American. No, real, real. real shit. So I'm like, listen, all I need to do is make a phone call. I can get my shit, you know, from my truck. I can have somebody bring it over. Or I can even have my company just, you know, send my shit over. They're like, all right, cool. Come in this building and, you know, you can do that. I'm like, all right, bet. We walk in the building. I go in a room and the door locks. I'm looking around like, wait, what the fuck? I sat in here for 13 hours. They went and started doing all the shit. Got my my information, all of that. Came in. Let me all right, you, you are who you say you are. And they you're, not, f- you're not defecting from the great nation of Mexico. Out. You can I, uh, go. Yeah, that's funny as shit that you were detained in Mexico, too. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, So, yeah, so Trump has been kicking his shit about, you know, y'all paying for the wall and all that. And now it's slowly turned into, well, we're going to pay for the wall and then Mexico will reimburse us and shit. Like, I, I don't know about y'all, but it's like I got a certain spending limit to where it's like I'm going to pay for something for somebody. 
and and expect to get reimbursed, it's probably like right around like four or five hundred dollars. I'm not kicking out sixteen billion and expecting somebody to pay me back. You're probably going to get burnt on at least a couple of those billions. The, the shit with Trump though that amazes me, and this is another reason why I think Migos would be better as presidents. You're never going to see Migos complain about how many people show up at the concert. Trump was pissed that he only had two hundred and fifty thousand people <laughs> in the inauguration. Shit. He said. That same shit happened. I didn't have my ID. <laughs> my producer said he accidentally crossed the border in San Diego without his ID. You better, for, for all the listeners out there, TRP, quadruple check your ID yeah, situation sure before you, you cross into Mexico. Security, Especially now. ID, yeah, it's real. Shit contentious. You, you, might, you might end up in Iran. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably taking all domestic vacations for a while till we yeah. settle this shit yeah. and like figure out what's going on here. But it, it's just wild, though, just how Trump reacted this week. He was pissed that like all the jokes about his empty inauguration, that's right. where the whole alternative facts <laughs> shit came from. He said Sean Spicer out yeah. there, like, yeah. it was, in fact, it was the biggest inauguration yeah. in history. <laughs> and based off of public transit estimates and ridership, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then they asked, then, this is why Sean Spicer, <laughs> listen, everybody needs somebody like Sean Spicer Sean in their life. Sean Spicer is the man, He yo. is a fucking writer, yo. Then they asked him about the shit, and he said, listen, I was sent out there to make a statement. That's what the fuck I did. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? The man sent me out here to say something. I, I said, said it. Something. Like, what do you want from me? You know what I'm, I'm here to do a job, man. Get off my dick. You know what I, mean? I got official White House business to tend to. Yo. Pussy. And, and all, all the marching, all the chaos. You know, I was down there the other day when he was here, because you know he was here. Yeah. And they were downtown yeah, rioting. Was up, it man. was insane. And then you figured a woman's march uh, went on. And then the whole, you know, the, the big thing that they're going on right now is the uh, anti-abortion. Yes. And I, I don't understand it for the love of me. It's like. You got it, it's, it's, it's been a fucking issue for like 60, 70 years now. I, it's, just yeah, like, it's just like, yo, let people do whatever the fuck they want like, to do. Like, not trying to be man. funny. Philadelphia, what we got now here? Like 1.6? In the city, yeah. It's like 6 million in the metro yeah, area. The, the, the city is built for 300,000 people. If we didn't have abortions, we'd have fucking 9 million people running <laughs> around the city. It's like, let people do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, Mike Pence. Remember last week you said if Donald Trump gets assassinated. You got to deal with Pence. You got fucking Mike <laughs> Pence to deal with. Yeah. When they asked Mike Pence about the, because uh, Mike Pence is one of the stone cold uh, anti, I mean, uh, yeah, anti-abortion guys. Yeah. people out there. The nigga Mike Pence said allowing rape victims to have abortion. I mean, he was talking about women because they were saying how, what if you get raped? And you get pregnant. And you get pregnant. Then what happens? You should be able to have an abortion. Mike Pence said allowing rape <laughs> allowing rape victims to have an abortion after a rape would just make more women want to be raped. Like, yo, <laughs> the nigga Mike Pence is off the hook. Are you shitting me? I swear. That's a real story? I'll send you the article. I've seen it on like <laughs> 80 different fucking shit, things. Man. Like, yo, Mike Pence is off the chain. Your vice president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he said it would want more women to be raped. This is the person that's supposed to protect your freedoms and your liberties. Like, again. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who said, oh, yeah, uh, you bitches going to be out here getting raped left and right uh, just so you could get an abortion, you he little said nasty that, he, said, he said that if they stop abortion, like make abortion, you can't do it no more, but allow people to do it if they're raped, you'd have so many, you'd have women just basically claiming rape so they could get an abortion. Mike Pence, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, man. 
Mike Pence is off the fucking Keep thing. in mind, we, we only got eight days of this so far. Eight <laughs> days of this hot shit. It's like 1,400 and something <laughs> other days. <laughs> it's like left in the whole situation. It's absolutely insane. There uh, This week, a uh, Trump regrets Twitter page oh, popped up. Oh, my God. If y'all, um, listen, if you're not on Twitter. Follow Trump underscore regrets. Get a Twitter and f- go look at the Trump regrets hashtag. The page now has 100,000 followers. <laughs> and is solely dedicated to people who hate Trump and regret voting for him. And another reason in the Migos' favor, it ain't no Migos' regrets page. No, it's definitely not a Migos' you regrets page. Hell There's no. a Trump regrets page. Yeah. So that's another point for the Migos. Let's read some of these tweets, shall we? Oh, Lord. I had this shit pull. Here we go. I should have never voted for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Trump. You aren't a real president in my book, yet I voted for you. They're true patriots while you are tyrannical. I voted for Trump, and I am ashamed I did. How can you defend a racist, fascist, and narcissistic individuals such as Trump? Could you control yourself already? You're out of control. I'm sorry I voted for you. Won't happen again. I voted for you, Donald Trump, at real Donald Trump, at POTUS. Please don't give me voters remorse. Why would you block U.S. residents from returning home? Why? Well done. This is a person with a picture of a dog as their AV. Well done. <laughs> I voted for you. And have to say, you fucked this up pretty badly. Or was it Bannon? Real Donald Trump, you are a hate, hateful, hate-filled man. Am I ashamed I voted for you? For everyone, I am sorry. For that, I am sorry to everyone. Snake emoji. I voted for you. Wish I could take it back. The Muslim ban. You have one of your physicians stuck in Iran with your dumb ass. Mr. President, I voted for you. Persian-American citizens are the only ones suffering. You are punishing your friends. Dakota Access Pipeline, President Trump, I voted for you. Make America great again, not to destroy it. Yeah, Trump's an idiot. Man. That's just like in a row. Like yeah. Trump, Trump's bad. I, I really didn't realize it was I – I not realize. I didn't think it was going to get this bad this quick. Like I really didn't think it was going to be like, yo – it's on and cracking. Like, that's the tip. Yeah, executive orders. Tr- like, oh. Trump walked in the White House like, they going? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that motherfucking thing. Uh, is these niggas out of here? Yeah. All right, all right, let's get it cracking. Get them fucking mousetraps up and let's get it the fuck going. It, it's just, it's insane that you, you know what's crazy about the whole ban? He banned countries where he doesn't have, like, yeah. dealings going on for business. Saudi is cool. Egypt is cool. Yeah. And there was like one more. Saudi, Egypt, and uh, I can't think of the other one off, off top. I didn't look at it. I, I looked at it, but I didn't Yeah, it was Saudi, it. Egypt, and somewhere else. But it was like all places where he has a – oh, and I think uh, – was it Iraq? No, Iraq's definitely – Iraq's out. Iran is out. Iraq, Iran, Somalia. Uh, Libya. Libya. Uh, Yemen. Yemen, you're done. You're yeah. done. Yemen, you're out. Syria, they're done. Oh, yeah. Syria, you're definitely out. Yeah. My thing is this, though, when it, when it comes to the whole ban, it, you can't do that. Like, you can't just be like, <laughs> it's like, yo, <laughs> it's like when Dave Chappelle got pulled over and the, the guy was like, uh, what the fuck is your cop? was like, what the fuck is your problem? You know, you're doing 80 and a 40. To, sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't I, do that. I didn't know I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do that. that. Yeah, I did know I couldn't <laughs> do that. Yo, it's, it's, it's just like, nah, you can't group a whole people together. Yeah. And say, yo, y'all are all bad. Yeah, you. I say it all the time. You can't base a fact of the minority and then place it on the majority. Like honestly, Trump and Trump supporters are nuts. They're yeah. they're they're not. Did you see that the chick was like, um, 
Yeah, because Toby Keith performed. Oh yeah, his Toby own. Keith. That's an A listener to me. That's way, way better, better than Beyonce. Beyonce. Like, this bitch is on crack. <laughs> like, like, way better than yo, Beyonce. Toby in, Keith ain't even the top in his game. Yo, like, I stood in the rain for four hours with my girl to for see Beyonce, Beyonce concert, and the shit was all that. And I wasn't pissed. Beyonce up there with motherfucking six and a half inch heels on, yo. dancing. Fucking her heart out like Michael Jackson in, in fucking Thriller in the rain didn't slip yeah. didn't fall none of the above and you telling me that Toby Keith and his cowboy boots yeah. is way better than Beyonce. Toby Keith couldn't get on my bus for seventy five cents. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know who he is. You know what I'm like, saying? Like uh, four dollars, sir. Yo, I'm like yo, fam, two twenty five. Fuck. It's just like yeah, it's just crazy. Like that's how nuts they are. It's like they don't see anything wrong with anything that's going on. They only see. The alternative facts to every fucking thing that happens. Like, the fact that you could group together, like I said, people based off of a race, I mean, a, ra- a, a, a religion. Thinking about the rafe, rafe talk. Like, yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> about the rafe. But, but no, nah, real shit. It's like, look at Dylon Roof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plan to go kill black people yeah. in a church. I'm not about to white, write off all young white kids with, you know, Bowl cuts, right? <laughs> They're not all terrible, right? You know, we went to the movies last week. It was a white kid with a bowl cut who took our tickets when we went in. Seemed friendly enough. Seemed cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like on the flip side, they're quick to like group, mass group, and it's like, yo, Timothy McVeigh he took out 162 people with a fucking truck bomb. You know, are you about to write off white men with buzz cuts? Ricky Rowe was my man on Blue Chips. Right. <laughs> he looked just like <laughs> Timothy McVeigh. I'm not about to write off Ricky Rowe. Like, what the fuck? But that's how it is on the flip side. Now I can't like Billy Hoyle from White Men Can't Jump because you got motherfucking problems. Exactly. That's kind of what uh, Schultz was referring to. It's like one person do something and then we group them together. And it's like it doesn't happen on anyone else except for one blacks yeah. or the Muslims. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. You ever seen somebody black wilding the fuck out and people are looking at you? Like, and you don't you notice, get your cousin. Yeah, and you don't notice, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> like, like I never met him. Shoot him with a tranquilizer yeah. dart and, and throw him in a <laughs> van with a cattle prod <laughs> and yeah, put him in a truck. Him in a truck. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck. Like that is crazy, man. I'm worried about my security. Just like yo, yeah, get him. Like not, I'm not getting him. Trump got the whole country at fucking arms, man. Um, so because of the Trump ban on Middle East countries, there has now been a subsequent Iranian ban. On all American travel, I saw a bunch of different uh, into places their work. country, um, and my reaction to that is World War Three is on its way. China, right? China straight said, "Yeah, World War seems like a possibility." <laughs> like, you know, China waiting to fuck something up. Half they army's here, so they waiting to tear shit apart. They like, look, it's 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 almost imminent at this point, and it, it's it's fucked up because he shouldn't be there, right? Like an executive order. Yeah, eighth day in the... Executive order after executive order. Like, he just keeps, like... That's like you just get... Like, you get hired to drive a bus, and your eighth day, you like, <laughs> making a detour. Man, I'm going to fuck hell here. <laughs> like, Trump really in there making executive orders. His Like, his furniture ain't even there yet. Well, he's not even using the White House to live in. He's basically using... A, it's a de facto trap house. Yeah. Because he's staying at Trump Plaza, right? Or yeah. Trump Tower or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so... Eight days in, bro. We Eight. got fourteen hundred some odd more days of this. Um, Eight days in. Get ready. It's gonna be crazy. All right. So, um, I'm like it's like we said. We we've been eight days of this Donald Trump uh, madness. Uh, I can't imagine it's gonna get any better before it gets worse. 
Um, and we say all that to say Migos 2020. Migos 2016. <laughs> we, like, we demand a recount. Like <laughs> we fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You know what? We want the guy. We want the guy from They Know the Difference uh yeah. uh on the joint. You know what I'm saying? Like we want the guy who said, I might fuck up your bitch and pay her bills. Like oh, we want him in the office. You know what I'm saying? Yo. So it's like vote Migos twenty sixteen. We're gonna push uh push out a change dot org uh petition. To get Migos elected and uh, we, see what we, we can we do. We didn't even mention the T-shirt video and how great that is. Oh my God! Society. Listen, like if for no other reason than anything, they wore animal fur like Leo in the Revenant in yo, the fucking T-shirt video, and they cooked crack on a Pyrex pot on, on, on fires on and fire sticks. And sticks. <laughs> like if for no other fucking absolute reason, do you want these men representing your interests? It's that, you know what I mean? Like. The nigga had on a full bear, like with the claws. He had on. A, he had on a bear. <laughs> he they they hollowed out a bear skin, and he wore the legs and put the fucking the the, the everything. And he had that that bear the head, head sitting on top of his head. That's boss. That's man. the gangster shit ever. So, me I mean, goes for fucking president. Yeah. Me hashtag me goes for president. All right, you want to? When are we, we always got a social media topic that we oh, we talk God. about here. This is disgusting. All right. I, 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 <laughs> Please, before we start the social media, please do not clap at me or Matt. You know what I'm saying? If you are any other offenders, we don't know y'all by name. I'm we don't like, know who I'm you are. You know what I'm saying? Leave me alone, though. Please do not clap at me or Matt. You know what I'm saying? Please. Understand, I'm a, I'm a God-fearing man. Chad <laughs> is the drawback to this whole equation. Somebody hit me the other day and was like, y'all are like um, Blade Brown and Duncan Pendergrass. <laughs> The only difference is the light skin nigga is the crazy one. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, I'm dark skin in spirit. <laughs> like T.I. Right. said, I'm 5'9 with the soul of a 6'4 nigga. I'm uh, light skin with the soul of uh, Noob Sabot. You know what The blackest nigga on Mortal Kombat. You know what I'm That's me. All right. So the social media issue of the week, there were some guys dancing on the bar. At an undisclosed bar. We will not slander the bar. More than one time, there were guys. Oh, it happened more than once. It happened more than once this week. Oh, wow. Dancing on the fucking bar like Coyote Ugly. Somebody said Coyote Thugly. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I laughed hard as shit off of that. Dancing on the fucking bar like the Twerk Team Reunion, Millie Rockin', random other... 20s little Uzi dances and shit like that. I, I'm going to say this because when we were young, we danced. Yes. Like dancing was cool back in the day. I, I mean, I guess get, dancing is cool now. It's just that we're old. So I'm we look n- at it. Chris Brown is the dancingest nigga I know. Never seen Chris Brown dancing on top of a bar. On top of a bar is kind of wild. <laughs> that's like. I said the other day on. Uh, <laughs> that's like. I, I said on Instagram. That's the spicy part. <laughs> I said on Instagram being fat sometimes is a blessing. Because <laughs> you ain't climbing up I need a stepladder <laughs> to get up on the bar. So it's like you see young in shape niggas that hop right. on the bar with ease and then they get up there and lose. Like, they, they lose their cotton picking minds. They was playing. Uh, what was the fucking computer? Like, what is it about the Bobby Schmurder and Roddy Rebel music? That computer shit. That makes y'all, makes y'all lose y'all fucking minds. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you are a boy, Damon. Get off the fucking <laughs> bar. Like, nobody wants to see you shake your nasty ass. Like, you shouldn't be gyrating in that manner, my brother. Your dad is going to slap the shit out of you if you I, see I, this video. Was there security in the, in the place? They just letting the shit go down. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, like Nori said on State Property, CO's coming. You know what I'm saying? CO's not coming, man. <laughs> Niggas getting stabbed. Just <laughs> letting the shit go down. Pull a buck 50 out of his ass. <laughs> 
is that nigga didn't pull the Millie Rock out his ass? No. Security watching the shit go I, down. I, not I would, doing I would think that just the people who own the place or the people running the place would be like, yo, get the fuck down off the get bar. Get your goofy ass down. You know what I'm That's what I would say. Tyrone, get your goofy ass down. But um, you again get <laughs> this is this your third time this week, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, third time this week, nigga. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit either. They gonna have to put, like, bulletproof glass and barbed wire on the floor. They gonna be, like, serving you your drink th- you know what I'm saying? through like, the window. Through the window, like, like, like when you go, go to the KFC chick. and the shit spin. <laughs> Damn, what's up with all the glass? Nah, you know, niggas, niggas, get niggas, niggas on keep, the bar. Niggas keep twerking on the bar, man. Like, they keep twerking. Every, it's like every day it's the same four niggas, man. Twerking on a bar, man. You know we gotta we gotta take security measures. Like you gonna have your motherfucking bartenders coming in, having to go through a crawl space, so y'all nasty asses don't get up on the bar. Like shit is trifling. Oh, I don't. I just don't understand the psychology of it. Like I don't want to be seen that bad that I'm a hop up on a structure and like start doing a little Uzi uh, shuffle. Like start getting it, yeah. One time is an accident, two times you're going towards being a habit. Let's cut let let this be the catalyst to shut this shit down. You know what I'm saying? Let the girls dance on the bar, do we, whatever they want. Real man. quick, we can come back to this. You just made me think about it when you said uh one time's an accident, two times you're a catalyst. You know Grayson Allen? Yes. The white kid from Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tripping every fucking body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is white privilege. <laughs> uh Rick Patino not not Rick Patino. Yeah, Rick Patino, that's the uh, coach of Louisville, right? Mm-hmm. Duke was playing Louisville. And for all of you that don't know, Grayson Allen is a white uh, player, plays for Duke. Duke, as we know, is like an affluent school. Like, you're well off, most of the people who go to Duke. He trips motherfuckers left and right. He's like a dirty-ass player, always doing some. It's like Ric Flair, dirtiest yeah, player in the he's game. He's like a 1980s Bill Lambeer-ass player. They were playing Louisville. And the media asked Rick Pitino, what do you feel about Grayson Allen and all of the – he's had three major tripping incidents. Rick Pitino said – I don't think he's a bad kid. I just feel like he's made three mistakes. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) you don't don't make three mistakes. After the third time, you tripping, motherfuckers. This is just your twist. motherfucker. Yeah. But you just made me think about that when you said that the um, first time is a mistake, second time. In other Grayson Allen news, have you seen the shit with him and Ted Cruz? Yes. Yo, man, that shit was hilarious. They said said Ted Cruz had a great comeback when Deadspin asked for proof of him playing basketball on Capitol Hill. He sent them a picture of Grayson Allen. Yeah. <laughs> like, Real like, shit. That shit was hilarious, man. Because apparently Ted Cruz has been organizing these Capitol Hill basketball games, and they're like, Deadspin's like, Ted Cruz, get the fuck yeah. out of here. You ain't playing no goddamn basketball. Hell no. He sent them a picture of Grayson Allen. That shit was hilarious. But, yeah, to end up the social media issue of the week, um, you know, just sit on a stool. And drink, smoke your hookah. I hate hookah, man. Sometimes I'm, 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 I've fully converted to like a hookah thought. You know what I'm saying I've been listening <laughs> to too much Fabulous, and um, I'm full blown hookah thought. I, I, one night I was out. I was at fucking Johnny Blue, and I ate. I had a thought overload. You know what I'm saying, and a thought overload is when you have too much bar food, too much cheap liquor, and too much hookah. I had a fucking headache, and like I felt like I was going to throw up. And then eventually, like once I got some fresh air, I was cool again. But it was like the bar atmosphere like overwhelms you. You know, so, I, I almost uh, got shot over a hookah in a North Philly bar. Shall remain nameless. <laughs> uh, very very rough place, rough crowd. You know what I mean? Uh, we walked in, and this random 
ragamuffin of a woman was like, buy me a hookah. Buy me a hookah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I didn't say no. I just was like, yo, I don't even know you. She was like, what? I should get my hitter to smash on you. <laughs> it's like, so I got to get smashed on because you can't afford a $10 hookah? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, where the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Where other than the hood does that type of logic apply where I'm the bad guy because you can't afford to support your fucking habit? I didn't even say no, though. That was the crazy <laughs> part. All I just said was like, I, I don't, don't even know, know you. You too worried about particulars, yeah, big man. Fuah, fuck you worried about, you worried about that homie, shit get before. this fucking hookah. Shit nut ass out of here. Oh, my goodness. All right, you want to go in the ash chat? Yeah, let's do that. We got. That, we, we still like got that's going to take us somewhere else. We we still got kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely going to get crazy. We we uh we got a couple questions from last week that we never got to. Let me get into this full this big ass fucking screen. How many questions do we got now? Uh, cause I I accidentally deleted some. Oh okay. So we're still sitting we sixty three, which is the same pretty much. Cause I deleted like four of them by accident. Oh okay. Stupid shit. I didn't even see them. Like I literally remember I told you. <clears throat> excuse me. I was swiping. Uh, here's a, goes a good question. What are the quali- qualifications for a chick being bad and bougie? I've noticed a lot of chicks with no source of income. This goes right in line with our yeah, amigos. Know, amigos for president. I noticed a lot of chicks with no source of income uh, and with credit so bad they can't get public housing, calling themselves bad and bougie. I mean, some chicks um, had our credit is so shot they can't even finance a, a pack of uh, Wrigley Spearmint. So that's that's probably the first qualification is like, being bad and bougie, I would say you probably have to have some sort of a career or be working towards a career. Um, have good hygiene. Um, that's probably one B. Um, and definitely, you know, be on top of your affairs, whether it be your children, your credit, like all of that shit. Like, so if you don't have all of those qualifications, you are not bad and bougie, but you are allowed to enjoy the song and vote for Migos 2020. Good answer. Thank you. All right. Uh, what does YBOD stand for, and why did you start the YBOD? All right, the YBOD shit, and we'll, we're going to have a whole YBOD episode. We're playing. It's going to be the YBOD roundtable. You know what I'm saying? Because I've talked about this on other shows, but we're going to really fully dive into it and examine it here on this show. We're probably going to have like four other guests when we really get into this YBOD roundtable. All right, short and sweet. YBOD started about two years ago, and it basically was like a retaliation or reaction to myself and like a lot of other friends having girlfriends and shit at the time or wives and like you know that are older women and driving us to fuck crazy and all the pressure that an older woman will put on you and i'm like man y'all niggas need to get down with the movement ybod which originally meant young bitch or die Mm -hmm. meaning i I would rather i would rather die than fuck one of these dinosaurs so that was literally like (laughs) the first inception of it so we used to always hashtag ybod on all our tweets and shit but never tell nobody what it meant it was just like some shit be uh, amongst like 10 or 12 friends like on twitter and we never would say what the shit meant so people start to taking it to mean from the context of the tweet to mean like young bitches on deck so we adopted that then a few months ago this girl hit my man esco in the dm and said what do YBOD stand for? Young bitches over dinosaurs. And then a fucking light bulb went off. And then that's where like the merch and like the whole dinosaur war, like mm-hmm. on social media came from. And so once the dinosaur shit got introduced to it, then it basically became like a holy war between the young bitches and the dinosaurs with the baby dinosaurs, right? Somewhere caught in the middle, not quite knowing like who they should side with and generally like minding their business. So the whole reason that was the, the whole history, the short cliff nose version of it or whatever. Um, but yeah, I am a fan of the young bitches. Thank you. 
You sound like uh, Kenny Red on uh, American <laughs> Pimp. You ever seen American Pimp? The bitches. Uh, she said, how many times can you, can you call me a bitch? Well, can you count how many times you suck the trick's dick? <laughs> okay, bitch. He walked in the barbershop, boy, said, what's up with you, Kenny Red? He said, same shit. You know, same old suit reheated. Just reheated. You know, you know the groove and how a pimp move. I'm going to get my hair cut. I'm going to get my car clean. See if I can't go out here and scoop me up a nice, pretty young bitch. <laughs> <laughs> American Pimp is one of the greatest, greatest documentaries, documentaries ever, ever. Ever fucking made. That shit. It's I must not have, even close. Uh, yeah, my name is Rosebud <laughs> with two, two D's, D's for a double dose of this pimping. He said, where do you get women to be your hoes? He said, they're all over the place. Go down Venice Beach right now. I guarantee you it's a bitch on a skateboard. Look for some direction. They <laughs> every fucking where. Uh, bus stations, train stations. <laughs> he said it's a pimp job to come through like you're supposed to, hungry like the werewolf of London, and come up on <laughs> a little bitch when you <laughs> oh. I, I could do American Pimp lines you all night. You talk about quotables? <laughs> quotables. American Pimp greatest documentary. Yeah, go watch ever. American Pimp, man. Do yourself uh, some, some justice, All right, man. Th- this next question goes falls in line with the YBOD shit. This chick says, I feel like... All right. Whoever you are, your English is not up to par. Um, I feel like men only like young girls because they don't like the grown woman pressure. All right, so uh, that was some social media shit. Let's do this. It's more to well. Go ahead. It's more. All right, to the I'm gonna answer the first part, then you can hit me with the rest. The whole talk of this grown woman pressure is some shit a bitter old bitch made up. So let's go ahead and like dispel that from the rip. I'm fucking with a young bitch one because she probably looked better than your old ass. Two, her pussy's not beat down, bombed out, and depleted like Afghanistan. She probably don't got three, four, five kids and six different baby fathers. Four, she probably don't got one of her three, four, five, six baby fathers in fucking a supermax prison somewhere, calling home, threatening her to kill her and whoever she fuck with every week. And then five, this young bitch is not going to ask me for a washer and dryer and then call me a bum-ass nigga when I tell her that I got shit going on with my money She's going to ask me for simple shit that's easy to do and is not going to require a lot of work for me. Like so, Harachis. Yeah, Harachis and Ultra Boosts and mm-hmm. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? The young bitches haven't even converted to Ultra Boost shit. You know what I'm saying? They cost a buck eighty. They still getting Harachis for $90. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get them on kicksdeals.com for 30% off all day long. You know what I'm saying? So it's like simple shit. Like, so it's like, don't fault me for because I don't want to deal with your old bombed out depleted box like i'm cute like just like y'all don't want to deal with no broke ass nigga i don't want to deal with no old ass bitch let me have my preference and stop trying to put pressure on what you think something is as opposed to what we're clearly saying what it is like i'm cool it was funny because my girl is young and when the, uh as she should be when the when the ybod shit started my girl asked me she said what does ybod stand for and um, I'm told her, like, you know, young bitches over dinosaurs. And she was like, what, what is it? Like, what makes you a YBOD? I'm like, anything under 25. She's like, oh, I'm a YBOD. I'm like, such a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, what you t- <laughs> Yo, but um, I'm sorry. The end of the question is, and why can't a man be a dinosaur? And that's. All right. The reason why a man can't be a dinosaur is simply stated. Because as long as money is in style, a man is in style. Jay-Z, older than a motherfucker, his wife is essentially a YBOD because when he got with her, she was 20, 20, 21, 22 years old, something like that. Uh, Puffy and Cassie, when he got her, 19, 20 years old. Russell and Kimora, he was breaking the law. She was 17 when he got with her. You know what I'm saying? But it just goes to show that over time, a man 
as long as a man is financially stable and can provide and is wise enough to give a woman some direction, his age is not going to become a factor. But guess what? It ain't no amount of money that's going to make me fuck with a Yanla Van Zant. Like, it ain't happening, boss. Like, I fuck with a Yanla. I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's just me. It's just certain shit. Like, there's no a check that's going to make me lay down with Eartha Kit and be like, is yeah. Is Eartha Kit still alive? I don't know. I a, think a, she's dead. A Eartha Kit type don't figure. Use, don't use Eartha Kit. She's dead. All right. Uh, someone of her age, Cecily Tyson. Cecily Tyson's 137 years old. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you off the chain. But <laughs> Hugh Hefner is 137 years old and he got a house full of young bitches. Yeah. Point taken. True. So, with that being said, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the proper age for a man with a woman is half of his age plus seven. So, that means if I'm 40, my woman should be 27 years old. And that's coming from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Guess, guess what religion I subscribe to? Islam. Next question. Yeah. YBOD. I, I, I feel you on that. All right, we're going to wrap up the, the hashtag. One more. I'm, I'm looking through these. Uh, Let's get something good, some qualified shit, yeah. not some bitter bitch shit. Uh, no, that's stupid. I don't like that. That's stupid. I don't like that. We're gonna take two more. Uh, somebody saying they went to Cuba, amazing trip. Did they give that hole up? I don't know if it's a. The only bad thing. Did he don't... get some Cuban hole if it was a guy? Oh, he went to Cuba to get at a chick that he met online. What's the furthest you've ever gone to meet a bitch for some pussy? L.A. Went to L.A. Um, I had a girlfriend from like 2012 to 2012. <laughs> the shit, shit didn't last very long. Um, and, you know, she was, you know, Middle Eastern or whatever. This nigga didn't waste no time. They dropped that <laughs> fucking Cuban shit. I'm out here. I'll be there. I'm bro. out here. <laughs> yeah. Keep stalking this bitch IG. I got to get out here and get in this hole. Uh, so, yeah, I, I went definitely went to L.A. Um, to meet her. And, um, you know, this was a girl that I met on social media, talked on the phone, text, all that shit, FaceTime, all that cool shit. And then went to L.A. and, like, I fucking fell in love with her. And then, you know, the relationship was over in, like, six months. But it was great while it lasted. But, yeah, it definitely went 3,400-something 30, 3, miles or whatever. I like this question. All right, last question we're going to do. Okay. All right, she says, um, I listened to you guys' first two episodes. Y'all chemistry is amazing. I like y'all. Y'all are funny. Y'all got a lot of decent shit to say. She was like, I want both of y'all opinions on why do men feel as though they can DM you and you're just automatically have to give the pussy up. Um, I wouldn't say that you automatically. I was I was gonna say that have too. to give the pussy up, but you should at least respond. Like, you know what I'm saying because it's like you never know who is who. I feel like the world we live in, social is social media driven. Yeah. So there are people who I legit follow. I know every aspect of their life. Yeah. So it's like, granted, my my girl, I met her the old fashioned way. I met her in the street. Right. But nowadays. There are people who legit have wives, baby mothers, baby fathers. That they met on social media. The, the, that they met on Twitter, on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram, whatever the fuck have you, you, you Black Planet, whatever the fuck you get into. Right. So it's just the fucking world we live in. Yeah. Like, I see your kids. I know where you work. I know what you drive. I know every fucking thing about you right. damn there. So it's like a motherfucker is like, yo... We all we all we not doing is fucking right. <laughs> We've been dating for the last four months Real since shit. I've been following you. Like, get that hole up. It's like yo, like in in fifteen years when all these kids is like 
that's four and five, when they become like eighteen and legal, they're gonna be like, you know, mom, how did how did y'all meet? Like, and it's gonna be like, well, your dad DM me. And then he sent me a dick pic, and then like you know, <laughs> and then you was born, and then we 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 <laughs> met up at the you. we met up at the bar. He bought me a hookah, and then <laughs> <laughs> we you made are. you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just kind of the way it works nowadays. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love these fucking questions. They're fucking hilarious. yeah. I mean, the, the DM shit is just it's just part of life. It is just, what it is. Like you, you know, know what I'm saying? Because my whole thing is show me the same respect you would show your celebrity crush. Because that nigga ain't no better than me. So if I if that nigga DM you, you gonna be right at it. Res- respect me the same way. Say no, something. The, the, Even the, if it's get lost weirdo. One say of the first something. one of the first people we had ask about sponsorships on this show, DM me. It's just what it is. It's what it is. It's, it's like I work for a large nightclub in the city of Philadelphia. I'm not gonna name it because they don't sponsor the show. So um but their DM is filled with job requests. It's just the way people you know what I'm saying? The DM just are. It moves. It it's goes quick. down in the DM. Literally. Y'all heard yo Gotti number one record in the country. Yeah. It really goes down. Yeah, the DM is powerful, man. I mean, so that is what it is, man. But yeah, show show me some respect, man. Respond to them DMs, or I'm gonna spam your page. Shout out to that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that's everything. We yeah, uh, we, we covered a lot today. We covered a lot of topics today, man. NBA, uh, NBA. We didn't talk about the Pro Bowls tonight. Does anybody care about the Pro Bowl? I don't give a fine. Super Bowls next week. Um, Atlanta versus New England. I'm going with the goat. I'm going with the goat. I'm. I don't. I mean, it would be nice to see the Philly kid win it, but who's the Philly kid? Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you know, it? Who's the Philly kid? The other quarterback. I, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> wait, who? I'm like Julio from Philly. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to see Matt Ryan win it just to put some variety in the NFL. But you know, who fucking knows what's going to happen? But in the meantime, rate, like, subscribe, Yo, and share the podcast. Rate the podcast. Hit some stars. Leave a comment. Yeah, share it on social media so other people can see the link and click on it. We've had people hitting us up from Virginia, Phoenix, Miami, Texas, like, LA, all types uh, of shit. Uh, uh, who was I saying earlier? Uh, yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. So I mean, we got a lot of dope shit coming up. The first couple episodes, we just wanted to kind of give you guys us just to you know give you the lay of the land of you know how we think and who we are as characters. Going forward, we're going to have a lot of like dope guests, a lot of dope conversation. We're going to expand the podcast conversation, and we just want you guys to ride with us and hopefully grow with the show as we continue to grow. And we hit top one hundred on a comedy chart. Yo, we didn't even touch on that. We didn't even big ourselves up for that. Yeah, so, so more fake claps. For more that, fake just. claps for that. Just a hundred. We made the top hundred. Yeah, we comedy hit, we, podcast. Yeah, we hit number ninety eight, uh, up from one twenty one last week. On the news and politics chart, which the, was the wrong chart. The, I, I like the hashtag, the little podcast that could. Yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we're doing this no network, yeah. no muscle, you know, no machine behind us. It's just, yeah. it's a, thank you, There Jess. we go. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's, it's just us. Yeah. It's, you know, and I don't know anything about promoting at all, so. I know a little bit about a little bit. I, I, I literally just posted on Instagram and. This shit is working. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just, so it salute all. to all you guys. We appreciate the support and the love. Um. Like we said, man, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play Store, subscribe to the podcast. You walk up on a family member or a friend, hey, let me see your phone, subscribe to the podcast. Exactly. And uh, Migos for President 2020. Yeah, that's what it is. We're going to leave you with the sweet sounds of Migos t-shirt. I'll let y'all next week.